Hello, lovely people. Rob has just thrust his phone at me to say, join Patreon. He's giving me a thumbs up and he's saying to for me, he's making gestures to tell me to tell how great he can. Patreon.com yeah. forward slash Rob Rouse. He said he was going to make me do it all and then he just couldn't help himself. Well, you weren't doing it. Patreon.com forward slash Rob Rouse. Come and join us and you can support the podcast, get loads more extra content. Bye. Hello there, dear listener. If I sing it again, two, three, four. How can we be lovers if we can be friends? How can we? I don't know. Two, three, four. How can we be lovers if we can be friends? Powerful. Powerful. I don't think that was powerful stuff. Hello, dear listener. Thank you so much for downloading this episode of Robin Helen's Date Night Podcast. We really appreciate it. I hope this finds you in good fettle. I'm currently in the kitchen. Uh, me and Helen rattling up an absolute storm of a Sunday dinner. Um, Helen's making a spinach, penne and cheese spoofle. Yeah. Yep. Ronnie's waiting on the floor for Sky Food. I am roasting an organic uh, free-range chocken. Uh, in not one of ours, I should add, in um, the Andrew James uh, desktop halogen oven, uh, which is um, I bought late night, uh, probably quite drunk from an infomercial channel when we used to have Sky TV. That's probably a fair assessment of that purchase, isn't it? However, comes in a treat when what Helen wants. You, what else have you bought, Rob, on those late night shopping channels? George Foreman Grill. That's it. That's your lot. Yeah, that's your lot. Just cookware. Yeah, that's what you're after. And I stand by both purchases. They've both been absolutely outstanding. Not that we're sponsored by George Foreman Grills or JML, um, Andrew James, Halogen Desktop uh, Cooker, which they probably don't make anymore because they're probably dangerous. (laughs) Well, I don't trust it. That's why I I said no way is my spoofle going in there. It cooks by the power of light. And it's doing a good job on the chocking. It looks fantastic. It keeps all the juice in. Anyway, uh, today's podcast is in many ways a spoofle. It's a mixture of different things um, because the reason it was late going up in the first place was our littlest child wasn't very well um, and had the day off school on Friday. I love how you use her. No, I'm not using her. But that's coupled with the fact that I was doing my first semi-professional building job and... Uh, doing Patreon, obviously, which of course is my first and priority above my wife and children. And um, I was also gearing up for a weekend of socially distanced gigs, uh, a, a quite nightmarish double up between Blackpool and Manchester. Anyway, uh, daughter's symptoms got a little bit more um, symptomatic, didn't they, as they developed? And we had Can to. Can a symptom be more symptomatic? Symptomatic as the heart would have it and never can get enough. Five star. Do you remember five star? Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed five star. You did, yeah. Mm. Um, but yes, so we had to, uh, using no. No. protocol... No, you've made no sense. What have I made no Symptoms sense? Symptoms can't be more symptomatic. They need more than that. So at first you had a sore throat, dear listener. Yes. 
And then Oh, you're picking me up on my um, choice of language. You know... Do you want to wedgie? You can't, a symptom can't be more symptomatic. Symptomatic. <laughs> a symptomatic yeah. is what symptoms are. Symptomatic of what, Rob? All right, Dr Rotter. No, it just... You know, oh, right, well, symptomatic of... COVID-19. Within, within, yes, within the COVID-19. No, 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 she started um, coughing. She I told her coughing. to stop coughing and she wouldn't stop. Yes. And so, so we, we thought to, we had to do something about it. We had to take it. her out of school. Now, then, I'm suddenly in the domino effect of um, I'm then go to work, come back and do a COVID, supposedly COVID secure gig, no, which and, and, and there's a clip and, of in no, the podcast. Stop, stop. It's very funny. You've just made it sound like our daughter started coughing and you went and did a gig. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. So why are you talking like that? Well, I've got it jumbled. You're confusing but people. The no, point he is... he went and did a gig and then the next day... Yes. ...our daughter started coughing and then he had to cancel Yeah, so I cancelled the second night, which kind of was... was but, but it turns out now she's better as we record this, it seems. I know, but um, because she coughed for a day, we're yes. now all out of action. So, yeah, so we're all out of action for 14 days. We're locked down. I'll be honest with you, once I got over the, um, uh, the annoyance of having lost a, a bit of money then and, and been a bit of a, a grumpy old shit this morning, Helen saw me right, read me a, a loving riot act, I'd say, and reminded me of the fact that actually I quite like the hermitude of lockdown and I'm happy to have the kids off school for another two weeks because we can't get a test, can we? We cannot. Get a test. Love no money. There is no fecking tests available in the Peak District area. There wasn't we even driving to Birmingham, we couldn't get one, could we? No, we couldn't. It's not an get absolute a test. shit show. And now, we, yes. I keep checking now, but if we do get a test, Rob, yeah. who's shoving a thing up our um, feisty little daughter's nose? She'll punch them in the Banks fucking front. Turn around, touch the ground, back to not me. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's the other flip side is it's a horrific thing to do to an eight-year-old girl, isn't it? So looks like we're locked down for another two weeks. Just good news. It's not two weeks. You don't. You. It's not two weeks. It's two weeks for the boy child. <laughs> oh, another fourteen days from now. <laughs> there we go. I'm. I'm just locked down forever. So this is going to be great. So this is the podcast. It's a nice casserole. Um, a spoofle of stuff about that. Uh, then also um, a disturbing uh, night's sleep, whereby. Um, I thought, when, when this podcast starts, I thought Helen had left me. So if that explains my emotional tone at the start of it. But I shall now, uh, I'll get it uploaded, but enjoy the podcast. And thank you so much for your support. Um, could you do me a favour, right? Well, let's try and grow this Patreon business. If you enjoy yourself on here, and if you like it, and if you can think of, I don't know, ten people that maybe you could suggest that they might like it too, and, and convince them... But no, you don't have to convince them. Just lay it out there. And if they want to, they can. There's no need to utterly by consent. But, um, yeah, if you think of ten people you might want to email and say, oh, this is a bit of a laugh for a pound a month, price of a bag of crisps, then I would be immensely appreciative, because I'm going to double down this week and um, email every single person I've ever got the email address of um, over the course of my life and see if we can swell the numbers and turn this into uh, something that means I don't have to go and do those kind of uh, weird gigs where people have got masks and I felt scared and, and actually was quite relieved to not be able to go on Saturday. Um, yes, anyway, waffling along, uh, here is the podcast. Enjoy it. Much love. <laughs> Hello there, dear listener. It's Rob. And... Oh, 
I thought I was going to be doing that alone because I've just woken up in an empty bed. I feel like John Bon Jovi in Lay Me Down in a Bed of Roses. What? Because I got What's into... the connection between a bed of roses? He sings... Um, uh, he sings one of the verses, a very plaintive cry... <laughs> About sleeping in a bed alone. Oh, incoming, incoming. Ah, ball wow. stamping with it. <laughs> Stood right on my plonker bill. Um, but yes, but I came to bed last night with my wife and lover Helen Rotter. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I may have been your wife. I was not your lover. That should be a song, shouldn't it? I may have been your wife, but I was not your lover. Because, how did you come to bed, Rob? Well, before... Making an almighty racket, that's how, dear listener. Before I came to bed, I had, um, I was hungry, so I wolfed some, uh, living in a vegetarian house, there's not many proteinous heavy foods for me to eat just before bed, when I, when I just, I need to satisfy an appetite pang. And I, because um, I just did two socially distanced gigs last night, which is a whole other story altogether. Oh, 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 says the lady behind the incredibly impenetrable screen there. <laughs> I mean, this is the reality, the madness that we're in. I, I, I can't move it because that, then I would get arrested by the police. But your biosecure bubble is separated from your biosecure bubble by a one-foot-wide piece of flimsy perspex, probably taken off, you know, from in between a box of chocolates or something. And it's tied to a wedding chair with some party tape. Now, if that doesn't say we are COVID-secure, I don't know what does. That's an impenetrable biological force field there. Um, and I wolfed down a huge amount of uh, peanut butter with a spoon straight from the tub. With a spoon. I'm imagining. Yeah. With a 2 a.m. with a spoon. Were you um, just on the kitchen side or had you moved to the table? No, Over just the on bin? the kitchen side. On the kitchen yeah. side. Right by the cupboard. Right by the cupboard. Uh, yeah. And then I took a shot of balsamic vinegar afterwards. Lovely. This, this is what occurs most nights after gigs, isn't it? Well, it hasn't done for a long time. It's a raid, a kitchen raid. Hasn't done for a long time. And I think, to be fair, we're going to lock down again at some point. So we're not going to be doing that again soon anyway. So the peanut butter... Well, based on my experience of what happened next, I ruddy bloody hope so. It was a nightmare. Well, here's what happened. I came to bed and I had a little bit of peanut butter. Hang on. I can only apologise, dear listener, for the interruption. We had to do some parenting. I mean, on a weekend. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to all of you. It's, it, 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 it's inexcusable.
but we had to just do a bit of parenting. So, I had some large mouthfuls of peanut butter to satiate my roaring appetite as my body dealt with the adrenaline leaving its system that I've not been used to for the last five or so months. And a little bit of that peanut butter remained coated on the back of my throat. So then when I brushed my teeth, um, I, 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 a little bit of it got sort of jabbed in my tonsils and I had to sort of cough it out. Yeah. Thanks. And obviously no one wants to be coughing in these times. No, and nobody wants to be woken up at 2am by a... Ri uh, like, there was slamming of doors. There was slamming of doors. What, yeah, slamming of doors? Were you, were you drunk? No. How many drinks? How many post... <laughs> I had a bottle of beer. have you had? I had a bottle of beer. What? You what were slamming? slamming about... I wasn't and then slamming any doors. And coughing and retching. Retching. R really, really loud retching and coughing. And that's what I woke up to at 2am. And then... What occurred? So basically, I was wide awake. I, my, one of my ear pl plugs had, had wheedled its way out of my ear. Yeah. And I couldn't find the damn thing. So and you, I couldn't even. And you plug. said, and he said, can you get me an ear plug? And I went, of course, darling. Of course I can. And I presented you with a brand new pair. No, and then I found. And the then you found one. it, right? Out, so halfway down the bed. So it make now, it like that was an issue. Then, then. So Do you basically, know what sorry. happened then? Oh, no, you don't know what happened then. Do you know what happened No, then? I don't know what happened then. No, you don't then. know what happened then. So I came and went to bed. So maybe just back off with the old uh, aggression because right. you don't know what happened then. Well, I want to know what happened then because I wake up and, like John Bon Jovi, with an ironclad fist, I wake up and French kiss the morning. Then I turn over the hole in my bed that she's left when I'm dawning. Cos a bottle of vodka still lies in my hand. Or something like that. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised. So, basically, you, after your slamming's around and your coughing and your retching, um, you get into bed <laughs> and uh, pop your earplugs in. Yep. And within, I'd say, seven or eight seconds... <laughs> ..are doing that and then breathing out at me, beer breath. <laughs> <laughs> so, I then roll you over, yeah. like when I do the like rolling of the whale. I roll <laughs> the, ro the rolling of the whale. I have to prise my. It's like I have to prise both hands under, yeah. and then winch, and you, you make some grumpy noises, and then you roll. Yeah. So I thought that was all it was going to take. That's my normal. That's our normal routine. I winch you over, and you stop. <laughs> you stop snoring. To enough, enough. You, yeah. There's still some little like. You know, noises, but nothing. Not last night. No. Not last night. What happened last night? You rolled over and you. It was. It just got worse. It got worse. It was so loud. It was like a joke. And I poked you a couple of times. You weren't stopping for anything. You were not stopping snoring. The earplugs were doing nothing. It was. It was penetrating the earplugs. And I just thought uh, there is no way. I stayed up for about an hour listening to it. And then I uh, thought there is no it. way that I can cope with this. So I went into the uh, spare bedroom, got it, shut the door. I could still, with my earplugs in, in another room with the door shut, it was still <laughs> keeping me awake. Wow, that is cool. Sorry, that's terrible. I'm sorry. It's kind of impressive, though, isn't it? What must it You've be like? You've never driven me. That's the first time I've ever been driven to another bed. That's the first time in how long have we been together? 
85 years. years. <laughs> um, that's the first time I've been driven to another bed. My goodness. And you're proud of it? Well, what I'm going to do here is just insert the recordings I've made of Helen snoring over the years, because I, I always record that them. That was and then... back in the day when I used to drink red wine. <laughs> No more. You still snore? No, nope, it was red wine that made me snore. Is that when you used to drink red yep. wine until one eye shot? Yeah, gone. <laughs> Those days are over. I tell you what, um, we'll do it later on in this podcast. We'll have a tasting of your celebratory, fizzy, uh, non-alcoholic wine, which I think... I don't know whether I want to waste that in the middle of the day for a podcast. No, we won't have it in the middle of the day. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll... Working again tonight. We'll maybe have it Sunday morning. No. We'll have it at tea. We'll have it at tea before I go to work. No, I'm not wasting <laughs> that. That is, that is high quality stuff. Four pounds worth of Frixiart sparkling rosé wine flavour drink. Fizzy wine. It's gonna honestly. That is gonna make a celebration. It is gonna make a celebration. Go off with a. <laughs> <laughs> so you went next door. I went next door. And then do you know what? I had an awful night's sleep. Good. I'll tell you why. Because you kept waking yourself up. No, no. Because of this stupid whippet. He only whined in the morning. No, he didn't. He did. Your, ah, your demon got in and out of bed about five times, every time jumping up by my pillow and then going... Ooh, ooh, that was just I, this wait, morning. Till I opened the duvet to let him get in and then he'd go down to the bottom, look around... He couldn't find you, and he'd get out, and it took me the whole night to realise that's what he was doing. So at 7.30, <laughs> when I realised that, John Bon Jovi, a bottle of vodka still lies in my hand, there's a gap in the bed where my wife should have been. I realised you were in, in, the, in this little cubby old bedroom there. I let Billy in because it was the only way. He was whining Looking for you, his demon. Spoiler alert, if you watch um, His Dark Materials, people have demons which are animals. I've not read it, but you can watch it, which means you can watch it rather than to read books, because ultimately, books spoil films. So I had an awful night's sleep because of your stupid bloody whippet. Good. Good. Because I had an awful night's sleep because of you. Well, I've got two more socially distanced gigs to do tonight before the whole thing gets cancelled again, and I'm going to have to have a sleep beforehand. Fine. 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 <laughs> right, here's... Let's analyse some dreams from Valentine's Day. Dreams can come true. Look at me, babe, I'm with you. You know you got to have all. You know you got to be strong. Dreams can come true. Look at me, babe, I'm with you. You know you got to have all. You know you got to be strong. The following dream that Helen recalls was recorded a couple of years ago on Valentine's Day. Right, so tell me your dream again. Tell me your dream. So, we were in a flat, but I don't know whether it was you. You kind of ended up turning into, occasionally turning into a woman every now and again as well throughout this, like a friend, like I was all living with, like we were a lesbian couple. Okay. With kids, the kids were there. Okay, for anything. And then um, in the flat, like above us, mm-hmm. uh, lived a big group of gang members, terrifying looking gang members, 
who were uh, very dangerous and also uh, drug dealers. Yes. And they had an array of drugs uh, that they showed... I don't know how we ended up seeing them, but they showed them to us, and I think you ended up being up for taking what was meant to be um, a, a really mental experience, more so than heroin. Yeah. And, I'm an adventurous guy. And... Um, and then there was a line of some of these uh, gangbangers and you, but I don't know whether you were actually in the line or not, and the lead gang member... Gangbanger. Uh, ...was syringing this drug directly into everybody's eye, like squirting it into their was eyes. Was it like squirting it in squirting like Squirting it, it wasn't like an wasn't injection. It was actually injecting it no, in your eye. It was, the, it was just, it was a huge syringe as well. It was like... Like a comedy syringe. A comedy huge syringe, and he was squirting tss, tss, into everybody's eye. So you share it out. And then... Um, and then um, in our bathroom, mm-hmm. uh, I realised that metal things were sticking to the ceiling, and uh, so our ceiling was <laughs> magnetised. Our bathroom ceiling. Yes. Just the bathroom ceiling, or other bath, other ceilings in the just flat. Just bathroom ceiling, and just one area of the bathroom ceiling. Just a small was area yes. of the bathroom ceiling was being magnetised. Yes. By those. Bloody gangbangers. Well, I thought it was the gangbangers because I thought I was trying to figure out what was above our bathroom and I yeah. thought it was the gangbangers that were above our bathroom. Anyway, so I wanted to do, I wanted to find out because I was very suspicious. So I don't know what I thought was going to be making right. magnetic, but I was suspicious about what Some would be making Some big gang magnet or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I saw my chance yeah. when the gangbangers had done a big shop a big savoury <laughs> shop, and they were down in the entrance porch uh, with all their shopping. There was loads and loads of food shopping. And do they do their big shop together, or did, there were loads get, of gangbangers down there as did well? They get yeah. a delivery. It was busy. There was like ten gang members and a huge shop. Are you sure they're gangbangers, not just a kind of a commune? Well, no, they were drug dealing. I suppose and they were, so. Yeah, they had scars all over their faces, and they right. were terrifying. Okay, you were yeah. terrified of them. <laughs> and. Um, but no, I wasn't terrified of them. I felt like I should be terrified of them, but mm-hmm. I wasn't actually as terrified. There were two lady gangbangers that were actually quite nice, and I think I might have thought about letting them babysit. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> but I didn't. But anyway, so I helped them up with their with their shopping to their flat. <laughs> so you helped the gangbangers with the shopping? Yes, under the guise yes. of getting a peek in their bathroom to see what was mag- magnetising our You're bathroom You were a nosy neighbour. So I helped them up. They had lots of fruit, and they had baguettes, and they had... Food that you wouldn't expect from gangbangers. Yeah, finger foods yeah. and lots of fruit. They get, well, I suppose if you have your five a day, that offsets the, the drug that they're having that's stronger than heroin. Yeah. That and they're then, injecting into each other's eyes. So I helped them up lots of stairs yeah. with their food. And they actually were very... I was a bit worried that they might shoot me or something or, like, you know, yeah, do something, you know. But actually, they were very thankful. Or magnetise you. They were very, very grateful. Well, and, you help them with the shopping, they're human beings. And I put the shopping into their house and tried to look at their bathroom but I was a bit nervous at this point because I thought if they see that I'm doing something they might think I'm you know looking for something right what well, you other than the magnetic you're snooping about like a bathroom. cop yeah. something yeah so, but I just had a quick look yeah and saw their bathroom mm-hmm. and didn't see anything suspicious and then when I went back to our flat yeah I started to wonder whether their bathroom was in fact above our bathroom having been in their flat I yeah. thought actually it's on the other side of the building. I don't think their flat is above our flat. I don't think it's them that's magnetising our bathroom ceiling. Right. So I went to our bathroom and there was this thing that I could stick my head up into to look. Yeah. <laughs> through the like this grill and I looked through this grill 
And actually, above yeah. my bathroom was a disabled person's bathroom, and I saw a disabled person being pushed in in a wheelchair right. to go and do a wee. And were they carrying a massive magnet? No, I don't. I still don't know what was magnetic. Well, well, can I? I shall analyse your dream now. Go on. Well, we went into the city last night, didn't we? Into well, a different city. Went to no, not Nottingham City mm. to go and see Vic and Bob, which was brilliant. And um, and I was delighted actually to have bought from the merchandise stand not only a mug, but. Um, a, a bottle of screen wash, all season screen wash for five pounds, <laughs> signed by Vic and Bob themselves. Um, <clears throat> but I think that there was a lot of talk on the way in and out of Nottingham about Nottingham being quite a rough city. Apologies if you're listening in, Not- in Nottingham, but Nottingham in town centre is, is a fairly lively place, isn't it? And you now living in the country, I took Mrs. Country Mouse <laughs> to a city, and I think basically your brain is freaked. So you've come back and you've had a dream uh, about about gangbangers. And also, because when we were coming back, I was in slightly the wrong lane, wasn't I? And I moved across using my indicators and the kind of uh, universal sign for, hello, I'm in the wrong lane by waving out the window. And the car behind me really beat and then went, vroom, and razzed up the inside, didn't they? At which point you said, oh, my God, they're going to shoot us in the face. <laughs> no, that's not when I said, yeah, we're going to shoot us in the face. You it's did say you that. cut somebody up I said they're going to no, shoot No, I didn't cut them up. You flashed somebody. No, I didn't flash him. And I said they're going to shoot them. No, I didn't. This is all in your head. I, I was in the wrong lane. I moved across. And then they went, they flashed me and razzed around the outside, the inside of me, up the bus lane. And you said, oh, as they did that, you said, oh, my God, they're going to shoot me in the face. <laughs> so that was your panic of being in the big city, in the big wild city of Nottingham. And then, and when we were at Vic and Bob's, uh, we went for a wee in the interval, or was it just before... Uh, and you, you went in the disabled loo, didn't you? I know, I know. Because it was empty. When you came out, there was someone waiting. There was. And that, I would say, that is... That's your dream. Yeah, but that's not saying what it really means about my deep... You've not gone that deep. Yeah, but it, I don't think you need to go deep what it dreams. means about me and where I'm at. I think that means you were just nervous. There was anxiety about going into... The big scary city of Nottingham from the village. <laughs> and um, and you felt guilty about going in the disabled loo. I've, I've, that's why I think dreams are often quite straightforward. Yeah, but I'm, you're making me out like I'm some kind of recluse. I've, I went to London town last week what? and I didn't have an anxiety dream about being shot. No. So, you know. But you used to live there, you see, so you know the place. But you've never lived in Nottingham, so all the... The fears you have about it are in your head. No, I don't have fears about gangbangers in Nottingham. It's rough. I don't think. Is everyone in Nottingham switching off? <laughs> but on only on a like Friday and Saturday night, it's a fine, t- fine place any other time. But it's just sitting. Don't try like... and backpedal for <laughs> the sake of any Nottingham listeners. Now, you've lost it. You've lost the but patronage. No, I think dreams are often quite straightforward. You see. Oh, I think it's much deeper than that. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I just a small person <laughs> pretending to be... Are you pretending to be a rabbit? Pretending <laughs> <laughs> to be Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Have you got a message for the listeners of the podcast? 
What do you want to say? What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? Peter Rabbit only boings. Yeah, they only boings. <laughs> so no one can see them actually. But they go on their fruit their four paws. They go on all four paws. Yeah, they do. And they boing go out of the forest. That concludes Helen's dream analysis. Weird, wasn't it? Hang on. Right, so. Helen's been having bad dreams, haven't you, for the last couple of nights? Yeah, so no, not, not like <gasps> wake up. Yeah, but bad. just kind of like overtones of, of things not being good. Yeah, just you a dark want, feeling. Yeah, dark feelings, threat, and you also said one of me and you being in an open relationship. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like yeah, nice fun. It was just a bit I, I, I can't imagine those things ever working out no, simply. No, I don't think it did in my dream either. It because the people you see situation. on the documentaries who... who no, there's who always something them, very unhappy. There's always one person just going, look, looking away from camera while the other person says how brilliant their open relationship is. Yeah. No. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't. It involved And I think that person parks. is called the cuckold. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I would never ask that of you. No. And me neither. Good. There we go. Well, that's that sorted. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've done a I'm halfway through a weekend of socially distanced gigs. You're gone. You're off out. Which I'm finding weird. You're off I'm out. I'm wondering whether we should even the kids, be doing. We're them. having the second Saturday where the kids are absolutely mental. <laughs> really, really annoying. Well, they're, they're it's really weird, intense, isn't it? Aren't they? They've gone back to school, and suddenly they've become. Wilder, hard, more hard work, and demanding a hundred pound trainers. Yeah, there's demands for hundred pound happen. trainers. There's it's never that is not on my watch. Happening. Way more arguments. Yeah, like just an energy. But what it, what it is, I've just realised. Is thankfully I'm on a smooth vibe though. <laughs> you're not on a smooth vibe. Basically, I'm still in the house. Yeah. Essentially in full lockdown, as is my life. Well, except that uh, I've not been anywhere. I've not seen another. I've not seen another human being. Been I've uniform, been shopping on eBay. Uni- uniform shopping. You went into Sheffield. That was two weeks ago. You've been I've not to... left the house. Since. Oh, you've been to see your mother. No, that was two weeks ago. That was before school started because oh, I don't God. feel like I can see her anymore. Now they're back in the germ factory. But yeah, so since this week. Yeah. I literally haven't seen another human being. I'm in lockdown, and you lot are all going out and absorbing loads of weird energy from outside yeah. and then bringing it back to me. I must admit. And asking for trainers, and you're coming home talking about people who've coughed on you and audiences who look a bit funny and, and getting emails, which you're going to do a post oh, that, about. That, it's a whole post in itself, yeah. a complaint well, email I just external received. external energy. Yeah. We created our little bubble of our little energy, of our little rousy energy, um, and now it's been penetrated yep. by the outside world, and I don't like it. It's, it's a feeling like that the outside world's running a lot faster than we've become accustomed to. Yes. Isn't it? I mean, it's bad enough getting up at 7 o'clock in the bloody morning, let alone... At four thirty, when the kids come back, and Let's then start just telling me about that. all the things that they don't have that other people have. Having to get up at seven o'clock to go to school—that is, I mean, that is fucking horrific, isn't it? By any stretch of the imagination. Well, it's normal. It is for us, but I think it's normal to most people. Why doesn't school start at ten? 
I just make the day shorter. Ten, ten. Come on, everyone. Ten. Should we, should we write letters to the school? We've had a good think. How about you start at ten? Come on. I think that I'd do it. Do you know what I mean? It's not like it's it's not a private school, so we're not expecting a certain amount for our money. It's state education. How about we start at ten? I reckon it'd be healthier if everyone started at ten. Well, teenagers find it so hard, don't they, getting yeah. on? But yeah, so that's hard enough, or just the day-to-day, -day, like getting them all off and back and whatever. But then, honestly, when you lot on Saturdays are all fizzing I'm with not, your... I'm just sat next to you. With your public energy. I'm sitting next to you with my, with my calm Rob energy. You've had a lot. You've had a lot to say about about your gig and experience, though, haven't you? Yeah, quite a lot. Oh yeah, the sun's out and the I trail know. is packed. Absolutely packed. It's coming by. Thank you. Stop it. They're right there. <laughs> no one heard that. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I was thinking of doing it when they were right in front of us and just see if I could get away with it. No. I would have got another email of complaints. You definitely would. But yeah, it's weird. And but then knowing that we are going to end up back in lockdown isn't it? It's not. That's not exciting me either. It's not like I want you all to be back in the house with me, mm. locked in with me, so we can create our own energy. But it's not like that. I don't want that either. So it's a limbo. Mm. It's a limbo land of unpleasantness. And now we're in separate bedrooms. <laughs> well, it's a downward spiral. A lockdown. Maybe the whole winter we'll just have to live in... No, because you won't snore. I think it was um, the adrenaline, the beer, and the late night. The beer? Yeah, that made you snore. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think? And the peanut butter. And the peanut butter. Constricted the peanut butter would have constricted my airways, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it was yeah. those. But yeah, as long well, as of course you know, those that maybe we need to watch some of those tapes on to put on your nose to stretch it out. Like what Robbie Fowler used to wear when he was Liverpool striker. He was used to wear them. Oh, I thought you were talking about Robbie Fowler off of EastEnders. Was he called Robbie Fowler? I think he was called Robbie Fowler. Pauline. Dean Gaffney. Pauline's son was Robbie Fowler, wasn't he? Dean Gaffney. I think he was called the Robbie Fowler. The actor Dean Gaffney. Yeah. Was called Robbie Fowler. You don't see much of him anymore, do you? Dean Gaffney. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's up to stuff. Well, I imagine he probably does. I've seen him on Panto posters. Oh yeah, he'll at do Christmas Panto. he'll get good not money at Panto. Year, not, not this year. year. No, 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 not this year. But um, yeah, he'll, he'll do well in Panto, and I imagine he does theatre and bits and bobs. He might have a business on the side. Zamo Maguire from Grange Hill. He runs. Uh, he's a locksmith, isn't he? Is he? I think so. Yeah. Seen a few articles about him as a locksmith, which I, I now, as an entertainer, uh, broad comedian, broadcaster, and now semi uh, professional, yet completely uninsured, not ticketrade.com insured builder, uh, I, I get it. Well, yesterday, Rob, your working day yesterday was insane, wasn't it? I painted for four hours. Uh, it was more than four no, hours. No, it wasn't. It was, I did four hours on site. You did four hours on site, then you came home, did a Patreon post, and then walked straight out the door to your gigs and got in at two in the morning. Yeah. Well, no, I got into bed at two in the morning. What time did you get in? I got in about midnight. Oh. Yeah, but the adrenaline was... I'd, I'd have been even more annoyed if I'd have known that, that you were waking me up for two, at two in the morning for no reason. Yeah, what, what I tend to do is when I wake you up, I don't say... Um, I got in two hours ago. I, I yeah, or I don't tell you what time it is when I, I wake you up. I was waiting for two hours just to make sure it was late enough to wake you up for maximum annoyance. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, yesterday was too many jobs, Rob. You had too many jobs yesterday. Had a lot of jobs, didn't I? Yeah, you had too, too many jobs. Yeah. I think. Bobby, too many jobs. Yeah, so I think Bobby you need to knock, knock, knock a couple of jobs on the head. Yeah. Well, I think I have a good... Uh, well, not a good feeling. I have a strong feeling that fate and circumstance will be uh, taking away the the whisper of live work that has come back in and we'll be back to uh, what we've become accustomed to. Yeah. It's much easier. It's a lot less travelling. Yeah, it's a lot less travelling. Yeah, but we've just got to grow this Patreon page. Yeah, how are we going to do that? Well, I've decided... I mean, I know that our wonderful patrons have all told their friends about it and they continue to do sterling work. Uh, they're all aces... But what I think what I need to do is because social media... Live me- events. Yeah, well, I su- I've suggested to... Live uh, Patreon events. Well, I, I su- we've got, had a big response from Ian McNichol <laughs> saying he's well up for it. And I suggested, why don't we do a date night live? Just me and you. We do a webcam gig for the patrons. Okay. You're on for it. That's a verbal contract, patrons, on the podcast here. We'll do a date night live. Will there be a delay? No, there's no delay. So that means that literally... What if... But then you go through your head, doesn't it? What, like, what if... What if what? I don't know. Well, what they find out how much stuff I have to edit out. No, what <laughs> if, like... What it's like when you're... It's like, you know, when you're standing on the edge of something, you think, what if I just jumped? But what are you going to do? I don't know. What if we had... Headbutt head the phone? No, what, what if we had a massive argument live on air? Well... What if it, we... It would be box office selling. Like, slamming doors, like, it's over style argument live on air that'd get more patrons wouldn't it yeah well <laughs> yeah it would yeah well let's fuck it let's do it let's have an open we'll have an open relationship and we'll storm out we'll both storm out live on air but yeah we're going to do date night live with all the usual fun and games that we're going to have to work out what that is it's going to be great so how do you do that then we'll do it on zoom Okay. And I'll get my head round. I invite everyone yeah. to come and watch. And then we do a date night live. All right. We'll take questions, live Q&A. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a few classics. We'll do a bit of banter. You can do five minutes of tight stand-up. <laughs> and, and then we'll take a live Q&A from the floor. And it'd be nice, actually, because we'll get to know the patrons. You yeah. have to see everyone. I'll wave at them and go, hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Good. We could do that. That'd be great. Yeah. I think that'd be up. What do you reckon, Ron? <laughs> He yeah, Ron's on board. Everything is food at the moment. He's about is food. to eat that. He's so blind and deaf, bless him. He just gives everything a cursory bite, like a great white shark. <laughs> he just chews everything just to see if it is food. Thank you, Ron. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, yeah, his phone again. Great. Well, that's what we're going to do. That's what date night live. Freaking awesome. Hello, lovely people. Rob has just thrust his phone at me to say, join Patreon. He's giving me a thumbs up and he's saying to, for me, he's making gestures to tell me to tell how great is Haken. Patreon.com forward slash Rob Rouse. He said he was going to make me do it all and then he just couldn't help himself. Well, you weren't doing it. Patreon.com forward slash Rob Rouse. Come and join us and you can support the podcast. Get loads more extra content. Bye. My mum might listen to this. 